and warm Rotra greetings from Rotra Club of SIS College, Sign West. I am Rotra Tadati Ramanujan, your host for today. So I welcome you all to the second episode of Baatchi, a podcast where we feature amazing guests to give you a glimpse into their amazing minds through our conversation. If you're new here, do not forget to check out our first episode and you can find the link for the same in our description. So let's get started, shall we? Today is actually a very special episode because we have with us a pair who've been our pillar of support. They've been a very important part of our road track journey and they've guided us along the way and given us that push of encouragement and motivation just when we need it. Having earned his degree from the Jamnalal Bajaj Institute of Management Studies, he now heads Future Tech, an executive search and HR consulting firm. He has guided thousands of professionals achieve their financial goals and personal development. Not only this, but he's also a co-founder of Bharati Vidya Bhavan's Gandhi Institute of Computer Education, which imparts free computer education to the underprivileged sections of the society. He was also the past president 2019-20 of the Rotary Club of Bombay Pier. It's my honor to introduce you all to Rotarian Rupen Doshi. Thank you for having us, sir. Hi, hi, everybody. Thank you for having me here. Hi, all. To our next guest, She's a proud consultant at Future Tech and she's completed her BCom from Bhavan's College. She's been an avid believer and supporter of Rotract and she's also encouraged her daughter to join the movement. It's our very own Rotarian Neha ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So, nice and short introduction, good one. <laughs> so before we dive right in, how are you guys doing? All good. All good, thank you so much. Okay. So, uh, could you tell us how your journey began? What prompted you to join the movement? And we'd like an insight about that. Should I start? Yeah. Well, when we entered college, I think that was, uh, you know, we had a lot of, uh, what do you say, the bodies in college. And in Bhavans, to have something like a road track was a big thing. So we thought that was the best thing to join rather than the nature's club and, you know, many other things. <clears throat> so that's how I joined Rotrack. So my entry into Rotrack was slightly different. <clears throat> I just bumped into a friend of mine who said, you know, hey, we're going for a picnic tomorrow to Mathiran. You want to come? So I said, yeah, yeah I want to come. So he said, but you'll have to become a member of the Rotrack. <laughs> so I said, what's that? So he said, oh, Rotary and this, that and the other. And I paid my fees. I became a member on a, on a Thursday evening. And on a Friday morning, I went. As a matter of fact, the Rotrack district conference was being organized by, the, uh, by my, that club. Because the DRR was from our club at that time. That was my first day in Rotrack. I didn't even know. And I was on the way uh, to a picnic. And I actually you know, got sold for life uh, to the movement. So that was a very happy uh, you know, occasion for me. Yeah, that actually sounds wonderful. So over the years, if you had to pick one memorable moment and say that this was the best moment of this entire journey, which one would that be? Both of y'all could answer this. It would be great. Indo track you mean? I'm sure he has a lot, but for me, the memorable moment would be, you know, when we joined road track, it was a lot of fun at that time. Because we hardly knew what was, at least I didn't know what was all Rotract all about. So all the fun that we had was all memorable. 
so uh, i was president of my road track club <clears throat> and while i was president we hosted the model united nations and at that time my rotary parent rotary midtown actually outsourced the entire project to us so the rotarians didn't do anything except get the chief guests and others and we executed from ground up every single thing and the rotary international president bill skelton in those days uh, actually attended my moonam so that was a real memorable moment just imagine we we were the hosts you know we did the hospitality the logistics the transport the invites the security we had baba sahib bosle chief minister coming with inspector general of police coming gulam nabi azad that time was a small time politician he also came now for he is a big big uh, in in the party uh, and of course ri president so that was i think that's something which only road track can give you i don't see uh, you know a 20 year old getting that kind of opportunity to meet an ri president and conducting himself well in front of him you know running the entire two day muna in, in his presence uh, those memories are still we're talking about like 100 years ago okay and and those memories are still so vivid in my mind that i could explain each and every aspect of that program to you so that's certainly a, a memorable moment for me and the road track give does give you a lot of opportunities and exposure to grow and build yourself so from a road track president to the rotary president of rotary club of bombaypur you've grown a lot and it is quite amazing to see your growth so what is one lesson that you learned from this journey from road track what lesson did we learn i think that's where we learned you know to do some social service and to be compassionate towards other people that's what we learned at least to i learned from road track so i tend to agree with that um, so you know as typical fun loving college kids uh, we didn't have a, a care in the world <laughs> and all of a sudden you know we got pushed in at the deep end in road track because community service was the prime thing so we learned to serve the community we learned to to accept first of all that there is the other side right there are underprivileged people there are kids who go uh, to sleep every night without food you know so we stop wasting food we stop wasting water you know we became so much more conscientious about the things that we did so these are some you know wonderful things that otherwise a normal childhood would not allow you so that entire exposure to service to the community is something which um, you know exclusively came from rotrial and i'm really really grateful to the movement for that primarily because you know at the end of it all when you look back you'll realize that giving is much 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 better than getting so for all that we got you know we had more pleasure in giving so i think that the full credit goes to rotrack for okay that's actually very beautiful and uh, quite illuminating so uh, over over the years there were there were certainly barriers that you had to overcome right so whether it be as a member or as a president so which one would you say was quite important for you that you had to overcome this and it created an impact in your life for me the worst thing that happened in rotract was i was forced to take part in muna and i had to do public speaking over there uh-huh. and neither did i understand what was muna all about and neither did i understand what the country had to do with the resolutions but i participated and i took part and of course then onwards i understood muna till then i had not understood i think that was the worst part of my rotract <laughs> okay so the the serious challenge that i faced was that 
you know wherever there are human beings uh, there will be clash okay and your your thinking may be different from mine and i kind of took that very personally okay so if raji doesn't agree to a point of view of mine then i will get very offended and i took it very harsh and what the hell and this is very bad and you know what is she doing and that kind of thing uh, that that's the way i was right uh, then i realized that this is happening all the time so actually while it was the worst thing that happened you know where people uh, don't necessarily agree with you right especially when you're in a leadership position you need to get work get, uh, get work done from the club then i was you know the the all india editor of the rotrack bulletin that we had in those days so you know imagine getting work done from people all over the country so i used to get very upset then i realized that the other person has a right to a point of view which is not the same as mine and the moment i accepted that you know things completely changed for me because if you said left and i wanted right right i accepted that you have the right to say left right so 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 that uh, became uh, you know while it was a very large challenge it was a great learning in the sense that you learn to accept that other people have a point of view and let's take it constructively so you know all the the harshness automatically came down and you know the acceptance of things and people around you came in so that was quite a challenge actually because i battled with that for almost 2 years and uh, you know overcame it finally though slowly but it was worth it okay speaking of conflict how did you uh, manage to resolve conflict among your team members in whatever teams that you did work with like you said everything was perspective so how did you bring that converging point i think the best way to uh, you know address conflicts is to give it a little bit of the egos of each side you know just accept oh, given little here given little here and i think you need to be just good friends and understanding has to be there that's the best way to resolve conflicts so i resolve conflict <clears throat> first of all by overcoming the conflict within so if i myself had two equally opposite thoughts in my mind i could not th- think normally right can't function intelligently so first you need to overcome those conflicts and sometimes there was a trade off that there's a better gain in this so i rather do this kind of a thing right so you may not so sometimes you may not do what is right but you may do something that benefits most people right and especially in community service we do that right in community service in a, if if you're going to spend 100 bucks and it's going to help 100 people then you rather spend that 100 bucks helping 100 people than uh, 15 rupees helping one person right so i kind of first overcame the conflicts in my mind which actually threw a lot of clarity on the situation so then you know to extrapolate that to the audience at large you know the members and friends and stuff became relatively easier and much easier see the other thing about conflict resolution i must say is that like she said first of all you know accept it do you know handle little uh, appreciate the other person's point of view you know when you're talking to friends and you have to look at it differently i also kind of use two tools really one is i put it in perspective <coughs> okay so if somebody tells me that raji was very rude to me today you know so he said have you bothered to find out what what her circumstances are why did she say that there is a background to it right so so when you dig a little deeper and try and put yourself in the other person's shoes empathize with them then it makes it makes a difference right so i found that that kind of that flew you know with people saying oh yeah if i was in her shoes then i would have thought differently there was one thing the other thing i introduced was humor you know you just try and make light of the situation you know chal abhi rasgulla chal chal you know you know that kind of a thing uh, so if you introduce that little 
uh, you know speck of humor then it kind of uh, people tend to uh, calm down and you know then at least ap approach the problem okay definitely taking down notes that i can use this in my own journey <laughs> uh, so sir um and ma'am so what do you think if you had to pick one leadership quality that you think is very important in a leader which one would that be leadership quality i think you need to empathize with people you need to understand the other person's perspective be compassionate towards it and not have an ego if you're a leader you can't have an ego because everything in life doesn't go the way you want that's very important i think uh, apart from what she said i think a leader also needs to be collaborative that has to be a, that's a very important trait in a leader all of us can't be cristiano ronaldo you know scoring goals on our own we have it's it's a team game life is a team game and we have to play one the game by the rules and along with the team because if nobody passes the ball to you how are you going to shoot the goal so while you might take credit for shooting those goals remember that the ball came to you through someone else so when a leader is collaborative what actually happens is that he accepts the other person's point of view then he needs to get things done so he will shed his ego you know that kind of a thing so i think when when you get into that collaborative mood you know then all of a sudden the end result becomes achievable you know the focus is there and and everything else falls in place so the word collaborative includes a lot of the things that we just mentioned and that's probably a, a fairly important quality a leader should have Yeah. And speaking of leaders, um, is there any message that you'd like to give to our president, Rotractor Nanak Malak? Same thing. Please don't have egos. Don't let politics happen in your club. Your club should be without any politics. And uh, I suppose, I think you are doing good work in any case. So continue doing the good work. So to Ronit and whoever are the presidents after. uh you know for sis i'll give you an example of nehal okay <clears throat> nehal was the president of the club and nehal all along he's worked very closely with me and nehal all along was a was a worker okay he will never come in the forefront he will never come in the limelight you give him a task it will be done very dependable very reliable as you all know it was at that point in time we realized that he has all the qualities of a leader You see, he doesn't care for the limelight. He just wants the work to be done, right? Even if you just give him a pat on the back quietly, in nobody's presence, he's happy with that. So that is a true hallmark of a leader that he wants to. He's doing stuff for himself. He's not doing it to show the world. He wants to do that good work, so he's doing it. So I think the 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 message you know for future leaders of SIES is that you need to be humble. You you definitely need to. Uh, you also see as a leader the why are you a leader. and why you not a part of the pack right because you are creative in your approach there is something in terms of the vision that you have seen you want to do things you want to do things differently you want to do things faster you want to do more impactful things so all these things you cannot discount so i think future leaders of uh, our rotrack club need to keep in mind that you are an all rounder and yet you are a specialist so you are cristiano ronaldo wearing many hats But you have to score the goals. You have to prevent the goals. You are the goalkeeper. You have to pass the ball. You have to be the coach and the referee and all of that. So a leader must really get out of their comfort zone and go out there to do things, because 
you know leadership is not something which you necessarily have to be born with you can inculcate on the way right you pick it up you pick up this is you pick up skills and experience on the way you pick it up so don't treat leadership as something which is far away and meant only for modi and kohli and all those guys but it's something that we all can acquire uh, in, in our college life okay thank you for that sir and uh, i'm sure nihal will be very pleased to hear this when he sees the podcast so um how would you suggest we keep our team motivated so one year all of us to have to work with the same zest that we started with so how would you suggest that we keep our team motivated and up to the task that we can only answer <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> so there are two three ways of motivating people okay uh, remember one thing motivation is always from within <laughs> the word motivation itself means that you're doing it yourself you know if you are to do as an external person it's a, it's inspiration you have to inspire them to do things uh you would need to inspire them to get motivated you know if if that's the way you want to look at it um i think if you um if you show people direction if you show people clarity which which we they may or may not have if you show them you know the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow right everybody is aspiring for something higher in life right so if you got 70 in your in your exam in your prelims and you want 80 in your finals right all of us in every which we are aspiring for something higher so if you show them that something higher and the way to achieve it i think that that's that's something which can go a long way in you know carrying your team with you so um, see the other thing also is that you know college students uh, have especially today have a very short attention span right you go social media and 100 other things distracting you so sometimes you need to go with the flow but sometimes you need to tell people that hey just look at yourself in the mirror you know where are you going is this what you want to do if you're going to put up five posts on instagram every day but get 35% in your exam those five posts don't matter right because those posts are gone tomorrow but your marks will stay with you for life so sometimes you need to give people a reality check but most of the time i think you need to hold their hands and take them forward and say yeah let's do it you know it's it's great fun we'll enjoy it and try and get people used to a culture of getting out of your comfort zone right so i don't like butter wala i don't have butter wala you know are kha ke to dekh you know that kind of a thing or just to please your host please eat it she has called you here with so much of love at least you know just to please her have it so get people out of their comfort zone so that they have something to aspire to and remember the only thing that drives human beings and why human beings, all living things is hope So if you keep that that fire of hope burning, I think uh, people will stay motivated. So, uh, so like you said, we have a lot of things distracting us in this moment, and whether it be studies or like we have a lot of things to focus on. And has there ever been a time where both of you felt that you had work and rotary and you couldn't manage both of it? So how would you overcome that, and how would you bring about a balance? So all the time. in college <clears throat> in college it was college because college also had activities it was road track and then of course the academics and all that because there's no compromising on marks right the world doesn't owe you a living so you have to get those marks yourself so that that conflict was always there i think time management is very important you need to you know be sure that you don't don't waste time i mean there are 300 messages on whatsapp every day right why the hell are you checking them they just mean no nothing to you 
So only look at the ones that mean something to you. So you need to manage your time well. You need to prioritize. So you know it's it's like wherever wherever there's fire, you go first, or whatever is most important, you'll do first. Okay. So let's say you're when you're in college, academics is the most important thing. So anything to do with your studies gets a priority. Then your other college friends and activities and road track and all of that comes. So one is time management, two is focus. <coughs> I think these 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 should be able to drive you enough to you know get going, and then on your own steam you will find that there are a lot of things that will fall in place as you. Do. So the other thing is do things. You know what's a you know which is the best way of getting something. Begin. If you begin, however big, however small, it doesn't matter. If you have begun, that's half the battle won. So I think that's that's very important for um, you know to manage distractions and to manage and see also like I like I said earlier, look in the mirror every day when you look in the mirror just just to look at it to powder your face, you know try and look inside you. Who is the real you? You know that's that's very important. Who is the Raji? Who is the Jaslin that you think you are and you you think you want to be? And are you moving towards that every single day? You must be taking a small step every single day in the direction of where you want to be. So, so don't kid yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you. You got to do it yourself. So, I think that little, you know, bouncing off the mirror, you know, like how your friends are are uh, uh, soundboards for you. Your friends will never lie. They'll tell you the truth. They'll correct you. You know that kind of a thing. Your parents also do the same thing. But most kids of your age think that parents are giving gyan. What do they know? They don't know anything. I'm so smart. I know everything. So you may not listen to your parents. But if you are really, really smart, listen to your parents first. Okay, and try and have this self-assessment mode uh, once in a way. I think along with your time management, you should even write down things to do list, which is very important in a day. How much you have done? If you write down ten things and you've done only five, you probably get a reality check as to where you've gone wrong, where you wasted time, along with your time management, and that will help you go ahead. So that's another good thing I think you should do. Yeah, the reality check point is actually so true because when we have discussions with our friends, we start to make to-do lists and then it just keeps going on and on and on, and we just end up doing this five or ten things out of the list. So that's yeah. I think one thing that but the things to do. I just would like to add the things to do list would even show you which is required to do and which is not required to do. Otherwise, in your mind, everything is important. But when you actually write it down, you realize that these things are not important. They can wait. So that's going to help you better planning. Thank you. Um, so I'd like to ask you something. So through Road Track, you guys met the love of your lives, right? And would you mind sharing some beautiful moments throughout the journey? Only those moments were beautiful. <laughs> After that, it was not beautiful. <laughs> so, what is the most beautiful moment? I just can't remember. I think the most beautiful thing of that part was that we were part of road track, and if we had to go out, at least we didn't have to say that you know I'm going to this friend's house and I'm going to that friend's house. I just had to say we have a road track program, and I was allowed to go. So that was the best thing I think that ever happened. Those five years, six years, how much ever it was, we allowed on road track. <laughs> I think the most beautiful thing um, about us meeting. And being together and being together since <clears throat> has been that uh, you know that we get a lot of power from each other. At least I get a lot of power from her. 
you know it's like it's like recharging my phone uh, you know every time uh, and that's because there's a lot of power in love you know love is a is a much slandered word and uh, you know you you have all these love stories which failed but i would think that it's better to have loved and lost than not to have loved at all so when and and the word love is um, it, there's many things involved in love you know it's it's understanding it's compassion it's togetherness it, it's it's all of that right so that makes for a great um, you know career life partner you know that that combination so i think that was the most beautiful thing about uh, us meeting in road track and then being together is that um, we gave a lot of strength to each other we gave a lot of uh, confidence to each other we um, you know we it's it's great fun to share you know it's great fun to share so everything uh, including sorrow the sharing sorrow your sharing joy you know that saying uh, joy multiplies and sorrow is divided when you share so uh, that i think is is uh, is a wonderful feeling to have yeah thank you for sharing that with us and um, so road track has clearly been a very important part of your lives and um, is there anything that you'd like to tell our members right now and and some message to our club but road track for rotary the whole thing that's so um my dear friends of sies first thing is congratulations you have taken the right decision to join the rotrack club of sies okay it's a great club we've been supporting this club and working closely with you guys for the last 12 years um we met i've made some wonderful friends uh, e- even though i'm thrice your age uh, i've still made some wonderful friends uh, from the sies rotrack um i think you need to go out there and do things you know road track offers an opportunity and there's a door waiting out there but you have to take that effort to get up and open that door once you open the door you will find see that the number of avenues of service you have i mean whichever is the most i don't know vocational service whichever is the most pakao avenue you have there's so much to do even in that as you all know right anything that you get digital pr whatever it be bulletin there's so much to do i think members of sies should just get up and go out there and and you know take grab the opportunity because it's there for your taking and not too many people get it uh, you have a an excellent principal your uma shankar ma'am is is so so very supportive rotary of course is always there for you and uh, you know the, the college and the club has so many inherent strengths so go out there and take the opportunity and grab it and if you don't and then you say oh rotrack was very boring and my college life was very boring then you have only yourself to blame Because there's a lot of action out there. It's like going to a Shah Rukh Khan movie and saying, "Oh hell, I slept through the movie. Yeah. I don't know what the story is." Now that's your fault here. Yeah. You know, you can't be buying a ticket and sleeping. So go out there and, and go for it. Take the opportunity. Thank you. So on that wonderful note, we now come to the end of the episode two of our podcast. And thank you so much for do, agreeing to do this. And I'm sure our viewers are going to find this amazing, and I personally had a good time listening to your experience and how Road Track has been throughout the years for you. And thank you so much. So you know, Rajiv, when I meet people like you and Ronit and Jesslyn and all of you all, you know, I I get such a good feeling. You know, it, we all worried about our children and what's going to happen to the future and all of that. And when I see you guys, 
I realized that oh, future is safe. You know, we we are good to go for the next generation. So thank you very much for just being there and doing whatever you're doing. Thank you for that. Very nice to hear. So, yeah. guys, okay. episode three, and it's going to be amazing. And do follow us and subscribe. And warm Rotrak greetings from Rotrak Club of SIS College, Sign West. I am Rotrak Tadaji Ramanujan, your host for today. So I welcome you all to the second episode of Bachi, a podcast where we feature amazing guests to give you a glimpse into their amazing minds through our conversation. If you're new here, do not forget to check out our first episode, and you can find the link for the same in our description. So let's get started, shall we? Today is actually a very special episode because we have with us a pair who's been our pillar of support. They've been a very important part of our road track journey and they've guided us along the way and given us that push of encouragement and motivation just when we need it. Having earned his degree from the Jamnalal Bajaj Institute of Management Studies, he now heads Future Tech, an executive search and HR consulting firm. He has guided thousands of professionals achieve their financial goals and personal development. Not only this, but he's also a co-founder of Bharati Vidya Bhavan's Gandhi Institute